All right, coming up, we have absolutely no <laughs> idea, literally no idea what we're talking about today. It's going to be good, though. Oh. We will uh, definitely won't forget oh. to talk about what's in my cup, so at least you got that. So stay tuned, and all-new podcast starts right now. Bandwidth Boys Podcast. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? We talk about stuff. Tech stuff. All right, welcome to another episode of Bandwidth Boys Podcast. I'm Greg. I'm Matt. And I'm Connolly. And I'm too tall for my camera. There we go. Long time no see on the podcast, all. It's been a while. Matt was on vacation, so we finally got all the the players back together. <laughs> so he just the was what we call the office vacation. Just... <laughs> That's what we call it. Yeah. How's it open going? the window? Does that count if you open the window in your office? It's vacation. I think he's on vacation when he opens the window. Yeah. Well, we're back. All new episode of the Bandwidth Boys podcast. Like Greg said, we have no idea what we're talking about. We're not going to do news tonight because we were gone for three weeks, and so a lot of stuff happened. So we figure we catch up on some stuff. It's been three weeks. It has been three weeks. Wow. Yeah. wow. Do you guys know we we're on episode 25? Two five. Gross. We've done this 25 times. Say <laughs> gross. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the true sense of the word, too much, you know. 25 times we sat down together to talk about tech. That's impressive. Is this the first night that we've had no plan? I think so. I think so. That's not bad. (laughs) First time in 25 shows we have no plan. I I know that it sounds as if we never have a plan, but we actually do. Right, but tonight we don't. Tonight, we really don't. Tonight, we don't. But I guess we'll kick off with uh, some biggish news in the Apple world. Maybe Matt can tell us about it. Uh, Today, Apple announced that they are getting rid of their Thunderbolt display. What's that all about, Matt? I didn't even know they announced that today. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. It doesn't surprise, but I did not know. I that figure was Matt would be would be all all about this news. Apple today too. announced it's discontinuing its <laughs> Thunderbolt display, the large external display many use to connect MacBooks or other Macs for uh, extra screen real estate. Rumors say they're about to launch a 4K or 5K display. Can you just break down what the hell Thunderbolt is for us non Mac users? Thunderbolt uh, is was is. Uh, it's just it, it's. Like I'll a, switch for you. Oh, yeah, you uh, can. There we go. Uh, it, it's basically USB three on steroids. There's more bandwidth. There's more bandwidth, so it can carry more. It can carry power. It can carry more bandwidth. So you use it for stuff like displays because it replaces the. It's like a display port. It's it, yeah. Wow, you're so descriptive. So a regular <laughs> uh, HDMI, right? That's 1920 by 1080 uh, out of your whatever device, Blu-ray computer. Yeah. That's pixels wide by pixels tall. What is a Thunderbolt? Uh, why why get why say adios to Thunderbolt display? Why say bye to it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Thunderbolt was something that really no one adopted except Apple. And I think for a while they were trying to make it happen. And they've kind of, I think, had the realization that it's not going to happen. Uh, so if the rumor mill is correct, uh, the new MacBook Pros will start seeing USB-C ports. Uh, USB-C is a new standard. Thunderbolt was not. It tried to be, but it was not. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if they make a USB-C monitor. Uh, and, I mean, that kind of stuff really isn't limited by resolution. It's just limited by bandwidth because it's just sending ones and zeros. So y- there's no reason you can make a 5K USB-C monitor. So does that mean Apple, because uh, I'm not an Apple much user, does that mean Apple is ditching the Thunderbolt port altogether or just this display? Yeah, uh, altogether. 
Oh. Because I think it's a lot, it makes a lot more sense to just put USB-C ports, which is a standard, um, than it is to keep putting Thunderbolt. Has it become a standard already, or is it a, it's their hope much like Thunderbolt was? Uh, I think it, it's pretty much uh, well accepted in the industry that USB-C is the next standard. Uh, a lot of manufacturers have already kind of made that move. And plus, USB-C carries power. So theoretically, you could make, if it is a energy-efficient enough monitor, you could have a monitor that you plug one cable into your computer, and it gets power and video signal in the same cord. Oh. It's pretty big news then for Apple yeah. to be getting rid of Thunderbolt. I mean, that's what that's what all their, uh, from now, right, all their new stuff has. Uh, and we didn't see a, a hardware uh, update at the new WWDC. So what does that mean for uh, its upcoming Mac release? What Are they not going to have a Mac release? Oh, no. I'm just saying. <clears throat> I mean, uh, historically, they don't generally have hardware at WWDC. They have in the past, which is why I thought they might, because there's been such... Uh, there's been so many rumors and there's so many people asking for it. Um, but it makes sense that they didn't have it at WWDC and it'll probably be sometime in September, October that they'll release it. So, I mean, it really, I don't think it's a bad thing that it wasn't at WWDC. Uh, it just wasn't within their plan and they didn't feel a need to break with tradition. All right. Cool. I mean, that's, that's pretty big, big news for Apple. So let's talk about WWDC. Why not? What were some of the big things at WWDC, Matt, and uh, see if you can get uh, Greg and I excited about Apple. Well, mostly me, because Greg's already excited about Apple, but me in general. Uh, they're opening a lot. Uh, well, they're opening, what, Siri and iMessaging up to developers. Uh, so you'll have you'll start seeing a lot more app integration uh, with iMessaging. Um, I think one of the demos they did, which was pretty cool, was uh, it integrated with like a food ordering app. And so you, the person, so you'd send around a text saying, hey, we're going to order lunch. What do you guys want? Someone starts a food order, and then it gets integrated with iMessage. So then it, you, it pops up on your phone. You add what you want, and it goes down the conversation. Everyone adds what they want, and this is all with an iMessenger. You don't have to make an account in another app and then tie everyone's accounts together. You literally just send out the message through iMessenger, and everyone can add to it, and you get your order. Uh, so that's cool to see a lot of app integration. And then Siri... So now you can ask, you'll be able to theoretically ask Siri to now integrate with your apps. So you can ask her to look things up in specific apps or send messages through specific apps. You're not just tied into the Apple stuff, which I think is pretty exciting. Yeah. I mean, so, so prior to this, right, if you wanted to, to order something, you had to open that app. If you wanted to find your way to McDonald's, you had to open another app. If you wanted to, uh, order a, pizza you have to open an app right but now apple is saying hey you don't have to open all these apps all these apps are now coming to one place so instead of having you know a thousand apps you're going to have one two three apple apps that can do everything is that what this uh, is uh, not, a, not, a hoping to lead to not yeah but not necessarily i think a, a better example is um for like Siri integration is now if you want to send a, a message, you can only use iMessage or iMessenger. But if you want to use like WhatsApp or something, once it's integrated with Siri and WhatsApp uh, develops it to work with Siri, you could say, hey, Siri, send a message in WhatsApp. And that kind of stuff becomes possible because historically, Siri was only useful for Apple things. But now Siri actually becomes more of an assistant uh, and can actually look at other apps on your phone. 
does Google do that or is Google pretty much locked into Google stuff or can it go into other apps and integrate with them? Oh boy. Um, Google, Google's Google. Just Google. So it just does Google. Okay. Yeah. Which is the way things have been for Apple. As well, yeah, exactly. This moment in time. Which, I mean, I don't know if that's a huge deal because I don't know about you, Greg, but I don't really ever use Siri. <laughs> I think it's a rare occurrence I ever use Siri. I use Google a lot. I would say I, I do use Siri, but I've been a little bit surprised that I can ask Siri to do something simple and Siri can't accomplish that at times. And so I have to go ask the same question just in the, uh, just in the, in the URL mem, you know, bar and it'll, and I can get there. What are you asking me to do? Are you trying to like pull up websites? Are you looking stuff up or calling people or messaging or? No, I'd say mostly uh, the, where I struggle, if I struggle, it's not that often, but when I do struggle, it's when I'm looking up uh, inf website information. Mm. What do you use Google for? Uh, texting, uh, navigating to places, uh, looking up things on websites, finding out what song is playing, uh, that kind of stuff is what I use Google for. Mm. Not so much the app integration like uh, launch WhatsApp. I don't yeah. do that. It can do that. Simple stuff. But that's about it. Yeah. I think it's still a ways off. For but me I do though. think Google's voice uh, dictation and understanding is better than Siri's. Oh. Hmm. In my opinion. Hmm. From what I've seen. Yeah. Let's see. What else was at WWDC? OSX Sierra. The new... Uh, Ooh. Oh, it's not even OSX. It's, it's, a, uh, it's Mac uh, OS. Mac OS. They, yeah, they made a conscious decision to now put the number at the end right yeah so it's now a blank os so watch os ios, iOS. tv os mac os what's the fifth one wasn't there five watch phone, mac. oh yeah ios mac tv watch yeah. yes yeah. yeah um let's see what's new in that so you won't see the number 11 is what you're saying no that's correct Developers went apeshit crazy when uh, yeah. Apple was like, "No, we're going to get rid of that." Uh, which was which was the last one that that uh, had iOS before? Oh, the Mac, right? It was uh, OS Sierra or something. OS X Sierra, OS yeah. Sierra. What about it? Well, what was the pre what's the previous uh, version called? Yosemite or yeah, or El Capitan. No, oh, Capitan. Yosemite yeah, was but they, that. It used to be like OS X. Yeah, OS X. So it yes, was, it was the last operating system that came after the OS. Yeah. So now they just named it Mac OS. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get. I don't get what you're but saying. I mean, they Less didn't like scotch it past for Mac. 10. And it's probably just, it wasn't very sexy past 10. Wasn't sexy past 10. OS X. Because what would 11 be? X1. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not as cool. Right. OS X. Mac OS Sierra. I don't really remember Mac OS Sierra because I think I was more interested in things that weren't even the operating system, but are things that they uh, kind of talked about that are coming out next year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was very anticlimactic. It's been 15 years. Uh, OS X has been renamed to Mac OS. So apparently OS has had that distinction for the last 10 year, 15 years. <laughs> huh. Wow. That's a great WWDC that if you was. can't remember much. I can't remember much. It was like two weeks ago. Just saying. Uh, they At least with Google, you, you uh, knew where they were going. Yeah. 
and you knew that they had big, for the 95th time, a brand new text messaging program, you knew they were going to get into VR, and you, you knew they were going to get into home. Yeah. But with Apple, it was a lot of small features oh, that, Apple. that people wanted, have been wanting, developers mostly, have been wanting for years, and so I think this was the year that Apple said, all right, we're going to give you some of this. Apple Pay on the web. That was something that, was. that I'm actually excited for, now that I think of it. Yeah, other than that. I think the, big- the cross-platform integration thing is a bit of a tsunami. You know, it's a riptide, so to speak. I mean, it's, you just don't notice it quite as much, but that's going to be a big one. Cross-platform as regards to... Well, I just mean uh, with Siri, like you're talking about an app cross-platform stuff and starting to integrate into apps that aren't necessarily Apple only. I think that's kind of a huge deal, but it's a kind of a quiet huge deal. Yeah. Yeah. I think th- I think Apple kind of hit a point where... I don't. Please tell me. I don't know if they hit a point where they realized that they couldn't innovate to the level that they wanted to anymore. Um, I Can think, we rewind the show to like show number three? I think they kind of... Where you went down my throat for saying this? I think this is their but way... But go ahead. This is their way of saying that, hey, we... It's it's developers' time to step in and and, and make, help us make this platform better. Yeah, we're make we made we made this great platform, and we will keep doing the under the hood stuff. But all the other stuff, developers, it's your turn. And I think it's what developers have been really waiting for because <clears throat> they've they've always been kind of limited. Oh what oh freaking messages and the full screen effects and the animations and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's flashy and I guess it's cool, but that doesn't really appeal to me. Single sign-on. Greg, do you want to explain single sign-on for Apple TV? I haven't. I, I mean, I haven't experienced it yet. It comes out in the fall. Yeah, but you know, all of these OS updates will come out in the fall. Well, true, because we all deal with, at least those of us who, who, who deal with Apple TV, which, as I think we've discussed many different times, has been something that we all like, for mostly like, for, for many different reasons. But... The, uh, the deal with the various networks having, uh, a, whether it's a prescribed amount of time that they, they kind of kick uh, off of being signed in and you have to go back in through a two or three uh, point process to get yourself signed back in onto that network. Uh, the uh, food and HG networks are notorious for that kind of thing. ESPN, oddly enough, I don't think I've been signed off of that for, uh, I don't know, six months, eight months, something like that. It looks like poo, but you didn't get kicked off. No, it looks good. They got better. Yeah, yeah, they're looking. They're looking okay. But uh, the uh, the idea of being able to avoid all of that stuff and have the single sign on thing is uh, is fabulous. Rather than having to sign in, because each one of the apps has a similar but a little bit different sign on and vibe, and and uh, obviously you need the same information. But their sign-in is just a little bit different, and the stability of the sign-on uh, can be incredibly different across uh, across stations, and and difficult to get yourself signed back in. In fact, I had to go to a network, well, a a website rather, not a network, a, a website that was uh, that specific only to probably six or eight different uh, stations to sign in on. Wow! But had to had to search for it before I could find it. I was you couldn't you couldn't sign on to the uh, to the HG family of of networks, for instance, and food and whatnot uh, through just the general uh, splat the screen that came up and told you you needed to sign on because it would fail. So you had to find this other way to round it. Mm-hmm. 
uh, VerySimple.com, I believe, was the uh, the one that worked for me that I've had to save and and go back to many many times for that. But it'll be a, it'll be an absolute just lay in a hammock, drink in the air when I don't have to uh, do that. So. I think the concern is, or my concern is, at least is with single sign-on is when you have stations like that, like the Food Networks and the HGTVs that don't support your carrier, these workarounds yeah. aren't going to work anymore. <laughs> So you just won't be able to watch them. You think so? Because, I mean, if you're using single sign-on and you're using authentication from within, I don't see why those URLs would continue to work, right? Because the app wouldn't be looking to those servers to authenticate. Mm-hmm. So if it's not supported, I don't I don't know if they'll continue to, to have workarounds. I can't quite tell if the workaround, because it, the, the odd thing about something like Very Simple, for instance, Mm-hmm that works, it works flawlessly mm-hmm. every single time. Yeah. So there's a bug somewhere in the screen that pops up that allows you to presumably sign into those networks that's built into the Apple TV experience. And I can't figure out why that bug hasn't been fixed. I don't think it's a bug. I think it's just, in, in this case, Xfinity or Comcast doesn't, didn't agree to it. And so okay. the re- like those sites continue to work because the app itself isn't looking for a specific authenticator. It's right. just looking for a, an okay signal that, yeah, this person has some cable subscription somewhere and they're good. I must agree. I, I think that uh, as much of a, as a conspiracy theorist as I have become about Comcast <laughs> and whatnot, and I understand where they're at, that there's some sort of funny, weird gray area and you're sort of describing that. Yeah. funny weird gray area where they want to sort of make it difficult for you mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm not sure if that's true or not but it's it, the reality is is that it it has become that way there are a handful of of apps that it, it's become difficult for us uh to sign into they kind of want to continue to make sure that you you have to sign in and re-sign in and re-sign in every once in a while just to uh, re-authenticate yeah. which is interesting i think to say yes i'm still a member yeah. I'm still here. I still pay you hundreds of dollars a month. All right, I got two things on WWDC. Oh. One, Super. I'm going to rave about Apple. And mm. one, I think it's a Google issue too, and so I'm just going to lay it out on the, on the whole tech world. Number one, <laughs> I think that Apple has taken the right step in uh, in uh, OS TV, right? TV OS. To, TV OS to integrate home automation. Home kit. HomeKit, right? Ah, Google yeah. Google is nowhere near getting automation in your home. Apple is well beyond that. Everyone hasn't, not everyone, but a lot of people who own uh, Apple products or love Apple products have an Apple TV. And what's with the Apple TV? It's always connected, right? So you don't need a special box to talk to your Nest or to talk to this or to talk to that. So in that sense, or your cues, whatever you want, right? In that sense, Apple is way ahead of the game because... If I could buy an Apple TV that gives me all these shows and, and Netflix and, and things like that, plus on top of it is my home automation uh, system, that just makes sense, right? Instead of having a Roku to do your TV, then an app, then a Google Home to take care of home automation, why not have this one slick device that is fast, that looks good, that provides you great uh, content, and is always connected? It's never going to turn off for the most part, right? It's hardwired or, or Wi-Fi all the time in your house. And so I think Apple was genius in making that happen and, and combining it into one, um, one, what do you call that? Portal, one something. 
right? Because now there yeah, was a, of sorts. Yeah, because before WWDC, correct me if I'm wrong, there was no just one app to control control it all, right? You had to download a few different apps within the Apple Home or whatever they call it system. But now they said, all right, well we're gonna you're gonna have one app, and then all these things will work within that app, and that was freaking brilliant. What's your rant? It's, I mean, it's it's for Google too, but Apple themselves have not opened up the messaging platform to allow Android users and and IMS Apple users to talk to each other. But then on the other hand, Google hasn't gone away from the stupid MMS system that no one likes that down that downgrades every picture and video you send to people, which is stupid. So I'm just saying, if we just work together on uh, messaging without having to without having to download a third party app like a WhatsApp, right? Because mm-hmm. if we all have a WhatsApp, then sending pictures, texts would be just fine, right? If we all downloaded what it's Slacker or something, right? Mm-hmm. We're all on the same platform. We're all on the same app. Right. Facebook Messenger. It would all look the same, right? But why can't we use whatever device we want on the native texting app and be able to talk to each other and it look and feel and sound the same? That's all I'm saying. So damn you, Google, and damn you, Apple, for not making that happen. So with iMessenger on, on iPhone, I see this as one of two things. I'm curious what you guys think. Do you see it as Apple's an attempt by Apple to keep the iPhone exclusive That's and what to a lot keep of people it think. as a family? Or do you see them thinking in a meeting, hey, if we make this cross-platform and we allow Android and iMessage, suddenly there's going to be, what, hundreds of m- millions of extra people jumping on our servers. Is that something we really want to take on? Is that really something we need to take on in order to stay successful? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Cause I'm, I'm, I'd like to, I'd like to think it's the, the second just because there's really but no I think reason to, but I think it's the first. Hmm. I think they want to keep it exclusive. I think it's, it's an interesting though. It doesn't sort of fit in with the overarching theme that has turned out to be this show. And that is, but that's only for iOS. If you're an iOS developer, we want, we are opening it up to you. If you're outside our ecosystem, that's not us. Yeah, but that. But some of the olive branch stuff we've talked about about integration between the two different platforms to make is interesting. Product. It but, seems to me, if I'm if I'm reading the gray areas right, it feels like that seems to be Apple's big slow push from way behind right now is that they want to become uh, ubiquitous across platforms, and it's time to uh, extend that olive branch and to become. But but it's a slow process. And so we can't seem to, much like Congress, get you know any of the little stuff passed onto the way of the big uh, the big cheese. Does I mean, that I think sound that, crazy. No, I mean, I think I think that's why people uh, download Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp because they know that uh, it'll look and sound the same every whatever device you have, an iOS or an Android. If I send you a picture, it's going to look the same. If I send you a GIF, it's going to look the same. And yeah. so I think people are just saying, you know what? If you're not going to do it for us, Apple and Google, we'll do it for ourselves, and we'll go to the third-party uh, texting apps, and 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 fine. And you guys get your stuff together, and then when you get your stuff together, we'll come back because people will come back to iMessage and to to what Allo and Duo and whatnot. But until then, they're still going to enjoy the third-party uh, texting app. That's what makes WhatsApp so popular. That's what makes Facebook Messenger so popular, is it looks and feels the same no matter what device you're using. 
I yeah, think. I'll give Facebook a thumbs up. I'm, I've been communicating with my wife in Paris here for uh, a week or so, and it's been just really seamless. It's the way to do it. Hmm. Hmm. I'd argue that the part of the reason for Facebook Messenger success is that when you download the Facebook app, and if you don't have the Messenger app, it tells you every five seconds, hey, you should probably go download our Messenger app. It's true. It is a bit coercive, but uh, but <laughs> but everyone I mean, has if it. The, if the end result is is that it works, right? <laughs> then they sort of win, you know. I, but I don't really ever see that replacing text messaging, and I, I don't know why I I think that. But but I guess Greg, this is a question for you. You're All currently right. you're using Facebook Messenger now why to communicate. When she returns right. to the U.S., are you going to stay on that, or are you going to switch oh. back to texting? Oh, absolutely. You would stay on it. No, no, I would go back to texting. Yeah, no, so right. that that's the kind of thing that I think they're still kind of safe in is the fact that I think people will always stick to text messaging or iMessenger or whatever Google – does Google just do text messages? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. They do MMS. Oh. Sucks. It's terrible. I, I think people will always th- – there's always that giving of the phone number, right? And that's yeah, how yeah. you're going to communicate, yeah. not the hey. There's an interesting thing about some of the, you know, something like Messenger is an obvious, and the reason I use that example of her being out of the country is when you're out of the country or you're you're talking about a global conversation, it's a natural. Yeah. Because it, because it works seamlessly. If you're talking about a regional or a more local conversation, uh, certainly a United States only kind of a thing, then you've just got your a plethora of choices. But as soon as you start getting out of that that realm and you've, you have to tap into somebody else's system or somebody else's uh, Wi-Fi or long distance this or whatever we happen to be into, then all of a sudden you're kind of limited and you've got to find that one that works. And Facebook works right now. So kudos to them for for being as uh, as as amazing as they are across the globe but but no i'd go back to texting as soon as as soon as it comes back home does does it bother you that facebook is data mining your conversations no is that what the yeah the whole conversation that's going on right now about uh, the the uh what are they uh hacking it i guess is what their their the concern is today on facebook yeah and i mean not not i, I wouldn't necessarily say hacking i just i would use the word it's not secure and they're not right, they're not hiding right, right, that. Right. Yeah. But does that kind of stuff without does that bother you the thought that maybe they are tracking what your conversations are not for nefarious reasons maybe to deliver ads to you um but right. d- does that kind of thing cross your mind when you compare that to something like iMessenger where you're confident that there is no one in the middle and I would say person? absolutely yes it does. However, my conversations and the information that I that I have available, as far as I know, <laughs> right as of right now, <laughs> is not is not is not a uh, it, it's not something that 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 I feel needs to be so incredibly secure. Sure, it would be a real drag if somebody started, as some people have been posting even today on on Facebook, that hey, if somebody happens to send you a porn picture, it wasn't really from me, you know, sort of thing. It's like, wow, that's wow, a bummer. Wow, wow. And that would be a bummer. That sort of yeah. thing. The, the, At least let me pick the picture, you know, if, if, if you're gonna do that. <laughs> Give me a choice. Give me A, B, or C. Right. You know. Does uh end to end encryption but, messaging encryption bother you, Connolly? Or is that something you ever think about? End to end no, I don't care. I figure I give so much to Google that whatever. And I got nothing to hide. I mean, I know that's not the attitude to have. I understand that. But <laughs> at this point, we're on Facebook. We're on Snapchat. We're, we're on Twitter. 
I mean, everybody but, knows what's going on. No, but so that, to, to 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 me, end to end encryption is just bad. But I think that's a very that's extremely different because Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, those are all outward facing things. What you're doing on there, you're doing for people to see. But the conversation you're having on and through a text message, if it's that confidential, I'd pick up the phone or I just talk in person. So you would use a workaround. You wouldn't look for a messenger that you know is secure. No, I just don't want to text something that important. Okay. I think that's an interesting point, though. I mean, I think you're right. We we approach the different uh, applications with a, a different measure of what we would be willing to put out there. And you're right, Matt, if I'm, if I'm reading your question right. Uh, the, the communication that I would have via Facebook with my wife or anybody else, no matter where she was in the world or that person was, would be limited probably to some degree in the back of my mind. Oh, okay, this sort of has its limits of, uh, of safety. And if I, but, but a text message I would, or an iMessage I would feel differently about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the old, if I have one gripe with iMessage, and although it's getting better, it still pisses me off. And Greg, I don't know if you've experienced this, but... I can't wait to hear, because I've experienced some things, <laughs> but I wonder what this one is. It is still... I wouldn't call it reliable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if I'm if I'm on my laptop and I have my phone and say, you know, just for kicks, I have my iPad there too, and I send something from my computer, but then I close my computer, and an hour later the person responds, there's a, I would say, a 50-50 chance I will not get that on my phone, and I will not see it until I go back to my computer and open it up. And that's I what agree. I don't like. Because no, I have been confused by the, the lack of, uh, <laughs> of duality <laughs> yeah. between the, uh, between the, uh, the different uh, devices at times, for sure. I have. But I do say I that's can't a... figure out what it's supposed to be doing and, and what it is doing because it seems to be a bit inconsistent. I agree. But I would say that's a cool feature of Apple that you can check your text messages cross-platform, no matter where you are. iPad, laptop, phone, everything goes goes there. Which it's I think a cool is pretty, idea. I think it's it's just cool. kind of freaks you out when you see when it doesn't work. You wonder how right. much other stuff you were missing. Yeah, because with, with Google, there's no native there's no native computer app or or, um, or add-on that will allow you to do it. A third-party so, one will, and you yeah. have to trust that third-party server isn't you know doing something naughty with your naughty pictures, but... Natively, Google doesn't offer that. So I, I think that's pretty cool on Apple's part. Yeah, I just need it to be reliable. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I and knew I, you wouldn't be able to resist. <laughs> I, just, I just need it to know. I need to know that when something is sent to me, I'm going to get it no matter what device I'm on. Yeah, but I mean, even text messages aren't like that. Back in the old days when Apple did text messages, I know it's hard to believe Apple did text messages, but even text messages text messages didn't come through. So I wouldn't say it's to, it's I out of the ordinary. I send some of the green messages once in a while. Oh, I guess I never really experienced that. Text message wise, well, not receiving text messages. Oh, I mean, I've experienced backlogs, but you know, like an hour later, well, you'll where you'll get like six. I've experienced that, but I've never experienced just never getting it. Mm. Hmm. I'd say overall I haven't really either, but it's been more the the uh, cross-device uh, thing that's been a little confusing. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of it has to do with the way iMessage works. You know, a text message goes to a server, and then your phone retrieves it from the server, whereas iMessage is end-to-end. So if it doesn't know what device it's going to, there's no server for 
your phone to go look for and say this is for me it has to go to it so i guess the the encryption limitation is kind of there i just i feel like the execution can be better because yeah i don't know maybe that's just me i think it's just you probably could be but you're still on those sms and mms (laughs) trust me i know apparently with allo it's supposed to get better but they said that with google hangouts and they said that with uh, messenger so i don't uh I don't know. I've given up hope is what I've given up. Are you so. going to turn on encryption on Allo? Uh, no. I, if it's not on by default, I'm not going to go turn it on. Hmm. I don't care. That's the thing. I don't care. But you should care. I don't care. And I guarantee 80% of the population doesn't care. That's, Apple's, that's, that's I, the problem. I know. I get it. No, that's I think the problem. That's, that's Apple's approach, though, is that 80% of people won't care. So their approach is we're going to turn it on by default. Great. Versus Google's approach to things is 80% of people aren't going to care, so we're going to leave it off by default Fantastic. so that we can mine it. But there are some features that you want on. There are some features that you have off. So what are you going to do? I don't think privacy is one of those features. <laughs> could, could Republicans <laughs> and Democrats be more, uh, <laughs> more evenly defined than by these two products? I can't, I can't imagine. Yeah. I what you gonna do? Wrap up for WWDC. Oh, the last I was I was unimpressed with WWDC. That's just me. But then again, I was also unimpressed by Google I/O. So all in all, I'm unimpressed. You're just hard to impress. No, I'm not. I think uh, never mind. No, what? I think it, when they came out with the a big splash release kind right, of time. Right, right. It was and, it was and, like be, both both groups seem to be doing a lot of groundwork right, right now. Right, a lot of catch up to what the other person has because I mean iOS has now widgets right on on the notification thing, which is great. That's cool. They said, we don't want you to plaster it all over every screen like Android does, but we're going to give it notifications, right? So to, so to Apple users, that was pretty cool. To, uh, to developers, that was pretty cool that they can put widgets on that notification with their app. That's cool. Androids have it for a while, whatever. But on the flip side, what did, what did Android do that Apple does? They did something. Build quality products. Uh, they, haven't ah! done, they haven't done that yet. I can tell you that much. Uh, battery sucks. What did they do? They did something. And Apple has done that for years. And it's the same concept. Google uh, developers loved it, but Apple's had it for years. So I, they're just playing catch up with each other is what they're doing. Right. They're just, everybody's moving pawns right now. Yeah, that's what they're doing. I'd also argue that events like WWDC... Why are you arguing? There's no reason to argue. And IO aren't necessarily targeted. Yes, I know. They're not targeted to consumers. Although when they are targeted <laughs> to consumers, when I release an iPad or a Mac, that's when we'll say they're targeted to consumers. But for the other times where there's no big splash, it's targeted to developers. I get it. I think there are big splashes. But Which then they're targeted for consumers. So what's the, well, you can't have it both ways. Yeah, okay. That's all I'm saying. Two things out of WWDC. Last two things. <laughs> Watch OS... Uh, now supports people in wheelchairs, which I think is cool. It, the That's fitness awesome. tracker. I like that. They've built in profiles or yeah. calibrations or whatever for wheelchairs. To how people uh, track to how people uh, use their wheelchairs. Yeah. Some will do a half circle. Some will do a, uh, I guess, push, let go. <laughs> they and just then, made up names. <laughs> yeah, the names that were just hogwash. But I think it's awesome. I think it's great because they get a better workout than i do I can yeah that and then they changed out the the reminders of rather than like get up it's oh time yeah to get up and walk it's like they changed it to like get up and roll or something let's roll let's roll or something yeah um that's that's smart move they uh, optimized it so now apps open like like that uh or so they say well looking over betas <laughs> that people have have put on they're saying that that's actually pretty accurate okay uh but with that watch os update i'm proud to say that uh 
that Matt's buying a watch. That when Gen 2 of the <laughs> Apple Watch comes out, I have now Never. seen enough that uh, I would probably pre-order it. Oh, you're it. in. Yeah. He's in. Uh, I think that was... Oh, oh, oh. That's You already had two. Yeah. No, that was only one. Apple Watch. Okay. And you guys aren't going to care <laughs> about this at all. But I think ah. this is very cool. This was, I think, after WWDC. Go ahead, wet your whistle, then tell us what number two was. Because number one was lame. Because I, for one... Never mind. Go ahead. You, for one, what? Don't. Don't like the Apple Watch. But you like an Android watch? Nope. Don't even like the Android watch. I thought watch. you wanted I an did, Android I, watch. I, I, You're out. I'm out. Are you sure you I'm just... out of the watch game. Because... Not because I didn't get it, so <laughs> shut your pie hole. I'm, ah! out the, I'm out of the watch game. I've discovered that it is not worth me pulling out my cell phone to figure out what's on my phone. That a watch, I just want to tell me what time it is. And mm. that's it. Mm. People can barely Snapchat and use their smartphone without running into a tree. Can you imagine looking at a tinier screen? You're going to run to a lot more trees. So you shouldn't innovate for the rest of I didn't say don't people. innovate. I didn't say that. I just said for me, I'm out. Okay. Just don't innovate for you. Yeah, just don't innovate for me. Okay. Uh, but Apple, go ahead, please. Uh, uh, 2017. That's a couple of years away. That's next year. <laughs> just, just the one year, really. Um, mid, mid to late, I think, with some things rolling out early. Uh, Apple is developing their own file system, uh, which is very cool. I think it's APFS, App, Apple File System, something. I think it's APFS. It has some cool stuff, uh, some stuff that Windows already kind of does, um, but does it kind of shadily. One thing is like, it's called Shadow Copy. Yeah, well, no, it's called Shadow Copy on Windows. I don't know what they're calling it. They're calling it like versions or something. Um, basically, though, what it is is uh, your the file system is smart enough to figure out when you have duplicate documents or duplicate things on your computer. So say you have like a PDF and you for some reason have it like six times. Your OS won't make six copies of it. They'll let you reference all six, so you'll see six, but it will only store one. And whenever you change it, it'll make a separate file to track those changes. So for people who are, for some reason, keep multiples of everything, they'll see dramatically less disk usage because the OS won't keep copying it over and over again. It'll look like it did, but it won't truly do it. To that drive. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, some people... Yeah, have no, multiple like, no, files like a backup. across drives. Yeah, a backup is different. But if you're just I'm like just a, if you're just a habitual like duplicator, uh, that will. It's also going to support thin provisioning. Uh, uh, so basically, if you have like a one terabyte drive, uh, you can make like a four terabyte partition on it, and you don't actually, so you'll see it as four terabytes, but you won't truly need to upgrade your space until you hit the one terabyte max of your drive. So theoretically, you won't have to do these like changing out drives and reformatting. You can just keep adding drives to the same file system as you need more space. Oh. That's over my head. I can tell it. But that's awesome. Yeah, I, I love the theory. That's as far as I go. <laughs> and and a, lot better, a lot better encryption. Which Apple talked about a lot. They love their encryption. <laughs> you know what they did talk about? Huh. Apple Music. Did not? Well, they, they did in the sense of it looks cooler. Yeah. 
It's got a, they, a Spotify they, look. I think they, quote, redesigned it <laughs> from the ground up. That's what they said. I, th- I thought they had just designed it when they released it a year ago. The person who presented it, though, was pretty was pretty solid. I liked it. Have we seen that yet? No, everything's coming out in the fall. Okay. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen any changes yet. So. Oh, you'll see it. Don't worry. But, you will see it. <laughs> uh, public data. I pay to see it every month. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Matt, that you're excited for? Uh, public beta is out oh, yeah. in July. If you want to sign up, you can sign up for that. Nobody does but Matt. The developer beta is already out, but I'm too scared to install that because it usually will break your computer. Oh, well, that is a good reason to be afraid. So maybe the public beta I'll do. Mm. But I don't know yet. All right. What else happened? Oh, real quick, E3. Did anyone watch E3? No, I'm not a video game person. Greg, do you know what E3 is? Don't. I know. Mm -mm. It's a video game show. There's a new Xbox coming out. It's called the Xbox. When you say a video game show, you mean a show that's on a network of some sort, cable, uh, otherwise? No, like trade show. So it's basically WWDC for the video game industry. Um, There's a new Xbox, Xbox One S for Slim. I know you were contemplating whether or not to get in. It's for a guy who never plays video games. Yeah, so I I actually have reached reached a conclusion. You don't play video games. No, I do. I'm happy to hear you've reached a conclusion. What is (laughs) it? And that is I'm going to buy a current-gen Xbox One because because they're very cheap. I'm going to skip the Xbox One S because I don't care about 4K upscaling and I don't care about 4K Blu-ray playback because there are really no 4K Blu-rays. And then in 2017, when Project Scorpio comes out, which is also their newly announced product that's under development, which is true 4K gaming, then I'll look into that. But that's going to be freaking expensive, so I don't really know. I think that's impressive. For those of you who don't know Matt very well, he he tends to be a a fellow who might just go ahead and jump into the progressive pool and just spend the money and be on the up. uh, This is a a very reasonable sort of almost conservative kind of approach i'm it's it's interesting i'm impressed thank you i also for for a period there i was wrestling between an xbox one and a ps4 but i had everyone talk me out of a ps4 not me do you like your ps4 love it love it you play looks games? great feels great my uh boys play minecraft and i play madden hmm. oh I think, have you experienced this? Because the biggest complaint I received with PS4s was the short battery life on the controllers and the fact that... How long do you want it to last? Well, how, how, I mean, can you get a full day of playing out of it? First, I don't play all day, so that's not even a question. And uh, if I do play, I probably can get like a week's worth of battery life. (laughs) I love the question. (laughs) I mean, how much are you you really playing? play for a full 24 hours. No, I can't do that. No, I, the answer is no. If that's what you're going for, the answer is no, and go with the Xbox. Because <laughs> I've had but if you're playing for two hours or three hours at a time, it'll be just fine. And I know that I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a bad, I'm a not the, uh, the, the person you want to use as any kind of a, a, a benchmark. Because no, it's I great just, to use you as a benchmark. I haven't, I haven't liked video games since Pong. Pong, right. Pong. I played Pong. Pong. I played some Pong. Did you Good play stuff. it in a uh, like arcade? Yeah. No, we had it at home too, though. I wish. I, wish, I, I mean, I wish I had it just for the nostalgia of the whole thing. But uh, I think we even bought one of those uh, 
the Atari, you know, Back to the Future sort of, uh, they were pretty cheap. Hmm. You know what? So I'm... you could do the old games, but. You know what I'd like to see come back? And I, I use the word come back lightly because I never really experienced it the first time. Right. You're talking, <laughs> yeah. Are like arcades or like pizza places that have arcade games where you can just go, you can get some pizza, you can play some games. No one goes yeah. to pizza anymore. That's a problem. You know why? Because people get on their smartphones and say, I want this pizza, and they want it at their house. But doesn't that kind of... And they them? use a messaging system so that everybody <laughs> can order their pizza all on one message, and then they send it in. But you got to keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, hey. You got to keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, hey. Good old Andy Grammer, keep your head up. All right. I know we're going to have anything planned, but it's a little game time to break it oh, up. Oh, wow. You've got then, a game. And I'm then surprised. we'll get into your solo cup. So this game was developed by the good old Ellen DeGeneres. Hmm. It's called uh, Heads Up. Heads up. So He's here's clever. how the game is played. Matt's going to put the smartphone on his head, and Greg is going to give him clues <laughs> without <laughs> saying the word. And then I'm going to take it, and Greg's going to give clues, and whoever gets the most points wins the game. Aren't I going to see it? No, we're going to turn your screen down. How's he going to see it? Your camera will still be on if your screen is down. Won't my camera be facing down if my... Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh. He, he figured out how we're going to play this game. Turn the brightness I off. Turn the, happened, but turn, I'll, I'll follow along. We turn the brightness down on his monitor. But first, you need to turn it back on so your face is on the camera. Okay. My gosh, this is like the first time he's TD'd. Did you turn it on so your face is there? Okay. I can see him. Yes. Well, I know you can't, but he has the master show. Oh, it's nice and shiny. Oh. All right. So you're going to hit play. You're going to, well, first see if Greg can see can see the phone. Can you see the phone, Greg? I think well, you have to get closer. Yeah, I'm going to have to make that my full right there, screen. Right there. Just, Do just that. That's perfect. That's headphone, head-ish. Okay. Right there. You can see All it, right. Greg. Greg, you good? Yeah, it's kind of sideways. It's hard to read, but I got oh, it. Oh, it'll be yeah. one big word. Oh, the phone. Okay. All right. All right. You're too slow. His okay. phone died because his battery. It didn't. No, it locked. All right, play. Here we go. You're gonna put it on it, your. Is this timed? Head. Yes, it's timed. I can't put oh, it wait. on my head. You gotta I gotta go this I way. Gotta put it over there. All right, then you're gonna tilt up. Oh, here we go. Get ready. Three, two, one. Okay. And we're off. You cannot say the word. Uh, coffee. Mocha. Popular. Latte. Seattle. Starbucks. Yes. Flip up. Up. Okay, go. <laughs> it's down. Uh, African uh, animal like a horse. 30 seconds left. What? Stripes. Zebra. Yeah. Down. Good. Uh, breakfast uh, food Cheerios. involves bread, eggs, milk. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, wait, what? Oh, you were wrong. I thought we were done. I was oh, okay. It was French toast. <laughs> Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Ten seconds. Ten seconds. Oh, uh, a, a childlike, filled with air, sometimes with water. That's that's a good clue. That's solid. Um, Balloons? Uh, round or spherical. Yeah, good. Time's up. Time's All right, up. you got okay. four. Four points. I think I got five. Okay, you got four. What do you think that oh, wait, last see, one it said, was? Well, you really got, yeah, you got four because you went, oh, no, you got four. Because I accidentally told you to put up, but yeah. it's really down. So you got four. I got four. All right. Okay. I won. 
<laughs> I wonder if it'll if you pick the same deck, if it'll be the same clues. We'll find out. All right, you ready, Greg? So this is like the uh, the, the pyramid game. The, yes. The twenty thousand dollar pyramid. Can you see game. that? Can you see this? I guess I'm going up there. You can see oh, that. Oh, I've got to get your. Uh, I need to look again here. Yeah, you because it doesn't make sense for us to give clues. Fair enough. All right, you ready? So I have to well, be four. Sure. There. There here. you go. Nope. There you here. go. Right there. All right. That'll oh, work. I got to hit play. Yeah, that'll work. Oh, okay. dang it. All right. I just messed it all up. <laughs> okay, here we go. Should have used it. Place on forehead. Here we, can you see it? Place on forehead. Get ready. Three, two, one. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, we'll pass. None. Yeah. Uh, monkey, man with the yellow hat. Here's George. You guys say yes right. or no? Oh, yes. Jesus. Ding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kids movie, uh, animated um, uh, uh, things that kids play with. There's just finding uh, a my boot. Oh, Toy Story. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, heart and arrow. Um, Valentine's Day. Circle. Cupid. Oh, ding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need the iPad. Oh, uh, Harry Potter, uh, the old, uh, the old guy. Dumbledore. Uh, the... Ding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, Greg's good. Uh, white and blue. Blank, <laughs> white and blue. America. Oh, red, red, red. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> First meal of the day, most important. Breakfast. Ding. Time's up. We're out of time. All right. <laughs> well, I got. It's still calculating. Nine hundred points, I think. Oh, Kristen Stewart. Who's Kristen Stewart? Twilight? Don't have any idea. Twilight. Oh, I got. Oh wow, Twilight. Okay. A five. I got five. All that, and you got five. Well, and that, I think and he barely I think got it didn't count four. red. Awesome. Didn't red, I get red? Red and breakfast, you got. Oh, so you got. So seven. I got seven. Yeah, seven. Nice what, job. Did Greg. we miss some? We missed Kristen Stewart. That was it. Oh, that, was that it. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So seven. There yeah, you go. Okay. Fun little game. <laughs> it's oh. free. That was a good game. So I just lost. We're not you even just doing, lost. We're not even doing two rounds. Oh, fine. If you want to do two rounds and want to lose twice, that's fine. <laughs> All right. So you can pick category. I guess I should have let you pick a category. Have you no, seen? No. Have you seen it's her? Better if it's just in the in the yeah you know, whatever. Superstar, acted out, accents and impressions, animals gone wild, just for kids, famous families, or New York City. Good gravy. We did just for kids. Famous oh. family. No, Fam- no, New York City. New York City. Here we go. Oh, New York boy. City. Play. Couldn't be further from my place here in there Washington State. All right, here you go, Greg. Three, two, one. Oh, wait. Uh oh. Oh, well, uh, the Daily Show. John Stewart. Boom. Uh, long race, twenty-six and a half miles. It happens in the state that we're talking about here. <laughs> is it a marathon? Yeah, it's correct. Yes, it is. Okay. A... That's fine. Go ahead. Uh, one of the boroughs. There's a bridge that uh, is. Uh, oh shit! I, oh, I blew it. Pass. Oh, you did, you so can't sorry. count that one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, the place where the trains all come in to Train one station. area. Grand Central Station. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, I don't have any idea. Pass. Mm-hmm. Oh, a song. Uh, a song. Uh, oh, for crying out loud! It's a Billy Joel song. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna get that. It's about your brain. Five seconds. You might as well pass that one and see what you can get. Oh, yeah. this is a good one, too. Oh, the fruit that stands one. for the city. Bag apple. No, you didn't get it in time. <laughs> you didn't get it, but, but you that got was it. Good. Yeah. yeah, it was good. You have to subtract one because you did. You went up. 
when you should, or you went down when you should have gone up. Oh, four, four. So what? So you're at eight. Yes. And I'm at. I. Uh, I just need one. If I'm being honest, Greg was a lot smoother with you. Oh man, now. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Greg. Gosh. I do not. I, I was. That, that was a little not, harder. That is not fair. All right, I will do. That was a lot smoother. Famous with you. I can't families. believe I'm taking the heat. Since I only need two points, I'm going to do famous families. Okay, famous family. <laughs> because I suck at famous families. So do I. It'll be great. It'll we be fantastic. I only thing. need two points, though. Is this the right <laughs> way? No, this is it. Here we go. All right. Can you see it? Oh, yep. Hang on. It? I got to flip over Uh-oh. to that channel. Oh, All see? right. Yep. I'm ready. I think it's going. Okay. Uh, 70s uh, musical uh, group. Uh, Had a television uh, Brad, show. Brady Bunch? Oh, the uh, Partridge Family. Ding! Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, sounds like my name, sort of, but <laughs> I Mills? don't know anything about this uh, particular group. A hmm? pass, 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 pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to want to do that. Oh, the uh, uh, they lived in a uh, sort of a haunted mansion. They had a really tall sort of Frankenstein pass. guy. I don't, I don't pass. <laughs> All right, Mormon musical family had a television variety show. <laughs> Next. A little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. Uh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> all in the oh, I said it. I it. oh man I blew, I blew it i blew it i blew it i blew it uh no no clue on this one well so we're tied well i want to get one so much for smooth with you right Gosh, i'm glad i got the partridge the millers i i don't know any of this we're the millers i don't know anything about the, the millers. movie with no jennifer idea. aniston no idea. I couldn't give you. I, I couldn't get you over the hump on the monsters. <laughs> I don't. All right, that's a little game called Heads Up. But you gotta that's good keep time. your head up. Oh, and you can let your head down. Hey, you gotta keep your head up. Oh, and you can let your head down. Hey. Let's move from Heads Up to the last second of the show. Our rant and our raves. Who wants Are we to gonna do what's in my cup? Oh, I mean, you just totally pull that off. Nope. <laughs> I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's go. have a party. I love you, Red Solo Cup. How could I do that? My gosh. In the edited version of the podcast, that won't happen. I fill you up. What's in Greg's cup tonight? It's what's called a salty dog. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Sounds disgusting. Love. The salty dog didn't have a okay, taste so of it. Okay, so from from Matt's corner, he has already dubbed it disgusting. Right. I wonder <laughs> yeah. why that is. Is is it the dog or the salt or yeah, the which two one? together that bothers? Is you? it salty? Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, it's yeah. It's like, like a, a margarita, margarita salty, salty on right. the rim for crying on out. On the rim, right. not in the drink. Can't do salt rims. Got to do sugar rims. Oh, okay, gross. fine. Make I'm it sure a sugary I'm sure dog. You could I do don't it. Care. I know. I'm sure you could do it. I just think I think with the sugar though it'll be super sweet, which is why they do the salt. What's I the... do too, and I think you'll find out why in just a moment. <laughs> That's right. Enlighten me, Greg. I think well, we were at a recent event where we were uh, working on a uh, video project at a show that we produce uh, together as a as a team as a group. We just didn't take you on this one, Matt. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> there was a little there was a concert. Uh, an outdoor. I don't know concert. if you call it a concert, but yeah, there were people well, singing. Okay. It was a cover band that was, was playing a on a stage outside. Yeah. We'll call that. That's close to a concert. And there At were speakers. 
there, there were a lot of the, uh, the locals uh, were showing up for this sort of thing. And one of the things they offered was a salty dog bar. It was the only thing they served at this particular, they had various uh, alcoholic beverages right. available at different uh, areas, beers, wines, and that sort of thing. But at this particular thing, they had the, it was called the salty dog. And you, you, you go to the salty dog uh, bar, and what they have is they have a, a, a giant uh, juice press, a grape, grapefruit squeezer. That looked you know, pretty cool. The, the big pull the handle down kind of a squeezer. So they take a half a grapefruit, a big one, and they squeeze the juice out of that. And right into squeeze, your... It's a whole group of grapefruits worth of, uh, of juice. Right into so the cup. Like, it's just... It's just Grape juice, grapefruit a, juice in the cup. Fresh grapefruit. That's what it is. Yeah. That's all there is. Fresh grapefruit right into the glass, ice, one shot of vodka. Pick your poison on that. I don't tend to care about vodka because <laughs> it has no taste. So low-end vodka works for me. <laughs> Tonight I went for one that was on sale. I can't recall what the name of it is, but it was not on the bottom shelf. Is I know it plastic? that plastic? It was about 12 bucks for a fifth. Was it a plastic bottle? No, it was a glass bottle. Excellent. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. And then what do you do to top it off? Uh, you have salt on the rim. And that is that all is there is to it, it, folks. So it's great for juice and vodka. Yeah. I don't know why he sounds like that, because... I don't either. It... <laughs> I mean, that was a little disgusted sound on, on Matt's part. <laughs> it's just... Well, he that went in disgusted. That's so it's true. going to be did. hard to pull him out of that. I'll but be I honest. understand that. But it is, it is absolutely gorgeous. I feel like it's a perfect summer drink. When it's hot out, mm. it's a perfect drink. I went, I went directly to the grocery store and, and purchased you... two large grapefruits and, yeah. a, uh, and a fifth of vodka. I already had the sort of uh, margarita tequila dipper for the salt guy, you know, there. It doesn't work on my red Solo cup, but, you know, whatever. But I, I, let me just say I, I, I already had one before the show. Uh, but, and you can't, you can't substitute the fresh grape, uh, grapefruit for uh, bottled grapefruit juice, right? It's got to be freshly squeezed. Oh, I think that's the only way to do it. Yeah. That's what yeah. makes it impressive, Matt, is the freshly squeezed grapefruit. Mm. Mm. So good. We call it the salty dog. Why, why yep. is it called the salty dog? We don't the ask. Dog part, the dog part eludes <laughs> me. The salt makes sense, but I don't care what they call it. <laughs> it sure tastes good. Red Solo Cup. Uh -huh. I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. I love you, Red Solo Cup. And I think if you, I mean, if you care about your head and you care about getting up the next day, I think, I think tempering it to one shot of vodka is, is perfect. Because I think you could add more than one shot of vodka and not taste a thing, and it'll get you in trouble. I had a double, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Now I can play this song. Yes, you can. I'm sorry I forgot about your segment. Now let's dive in to this week's rants and raves. Who wants to tackle theirs first? I'm up. All right. Go ahead, Salty Dog. The Salty Dog. The double Salty Dog <laughs> the double, guy had the rave. The double, yeah. Nothing, nothing puts you in a good mood and ready for a rave like a double Salty Dog. <laughs> <laughs> 
I am I am shamelessly uh, in love with baseball and shamelessly in love with college baseball in particular. So the College World Series happens to be going on right now. ESPN uh, Networks has you just has, you, the the thing with with your raves is uh, sometimes your pauses are just <laughs> in the weirder spots. But go ahead. That's 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 called performance. <laughs> He's building some tension. I can't wait. All right. So anyway, I love baseball for crying out loud. He does. Uh, but uh, uh, ESPN has given us an uh, given me an option that I've never seen before. If it's been there, I didn't know about it. That's for sure. ESPN three has now a a version of any one of the games that happens to be their televised ESPN game, where they have the regular old announcers and the whole you know, the, the, the expected camera angles and all that sort of thing uh, available to you. ESPN3 is offering a concurrent broadcast or webcast or cast, whatever you want to call it, where they have they have an umpire cam. So you can see the, the uh, ball literally coming right into That's the glove cool. of, the, uh, of the catcher. They have cameras all around the, uh, the stadium uh, on people who are standing in in aisleways watching the game. They also tap in every once in a while to cameras that are in the more traditional spots and they will go to the replays that obviously are being done by the network on the more commercial level. And so they, they, they dip in and out of these cameras, but it's pretty crazy. I mean, the people operating the cameras clearly are not uh, in contact with the person who's directing the show because it, it is just people focusing hard in and out on things and, uh, and, the camera's flipping around and then they'll just change. So they literally go to it almost what appears to be blind, which is odd to me for somebody who is as accomplished as ESPN is in putting on very controlled broadcasts of sporting events and who are so good at it that they've gone with this complete willy-nilly approach to watching a game. There are no announcers. They have microphones all over the place. So you're listening to the conversations that are going on. Uh, between players and the umpire, between uh, players themselves, you can. You, there's just an amazing. Uh, it's as if you're at the game. Uh, plus, you paid, you know, StubHub $900 for the seats that like hover above the field. So I'm giving them just an absolute double thumbs up. It's a great way to watch uh, sports. As much as I mean, I'm an announcer myself at times, and so I would never, you know, say that I would never want to have that as a part of it. But it's a great option for somebody who just likes to watch a game in a more sort of wild format. It's really cool. I've never seen it before. Well, they're probably using the. Uh the espn cameras right some of them so that i mean that's where the whipping is coming from it's coming from the main broadcast when they're not on they're just whipping to their next shot and zooming yeah, to the but, next shot. yeah but we're talking about angles that you never ever see oh, okay these are these are different there are people who have uh, uh lipstick cameras or gopro type cameras of that oh, size gotcha. they may not be gopros but whatever that are literally right in the uh, in the dugouts just right up and they're, and they're like walking right up to the edge of the dugout uh -huh. and watching somebody for a while and then they walk away so it's clear that they have it on people's persons gotcha they're not they're not people who are wielding professional cameras it's it's a different look and a different feel but it's uh, yeah, I think it's just cool that they stepped out and just decided to go with that. I think it's a it's a really neat, uh, really neat uh, adventure. That is cool. Give yeah. people a different uh, perspective. You might even yeah. say this is a stepping stone to virtual reality. No, you you won't say that. I won't say that. That's oh, for sure. Well, I would say that.
All right. Is it my turn? It's kind of it's kind of close. <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of feels that way. I must admit. My turn. Anyway. All right. I have had my cell phone for what a few months now. I've been able to play with it. Mm. I've been able to, you know, drop it. I've been able to dip it in some water. Really? Accidentally. <laughs> but I have. And you want it wasn't in the men's room by any chance, was it? No. I'd buy a new oh. phone at that point. All right. I'd leave it and walk away and buy a new phone. All right. Fair enough. So I can say without uh, uh, any doubt that this phone is probably one of the worst phones I have ever owned. <laughs> oh, no. No. Oh. The battery oh, life so... on this phone sucks. Oh, I'm and that so is the only reason why I say it's the worst phone I've ever owned in my life. I can heavily use a phone, right? I normally don't, but on a on a weekend, I'm not paying attention to my kids, and I'm using my phone or some something like that, right? Or my kids are streaming Netflix or anything like that. I can unplug my phone at seven o'clock in the morning, right? By 100%. two by a hundred percent. If right. I'm heavy using it that day, by three o'clock, it's done. Like, Don't. that is just not acceptable in my eyes. Okay. Not acceptable. So if you're looking at a Samsung Galaxy S7, don't buy one. But Ooh. if I don't even touch it, if I don't even touch it, it stays in my pocket all day at work. I come home, it's a solid 78%. As soon as I crank it up and start using it, it's down to like 20 by the time I go to bed at night at like 10 or 11 o'clock. So for that reason, Samsung, you suck. But I will say that I don't quite think it's Samsung's fault. I think it's the Android OS system that is draining oh. so much of its battery. But because it's a Samsung phone, they're going to get the brunt of my rant. So there you go. Worst phone ever. For comparison, Greg, what's your phone at? <laughs> yeah, my phone is at 40%. What are you at, Greg? 40. No, let's have a look. <laughs> I'm, Let me at, guess. Uh, it's at I'm at 54. 54. There you go. I unplugged at uh, 10 a.m. because I charged at work. I'm at 72. Oh, well, fair enough. I didn't charge at work today. So I, I this is just from my overnight charge. <laughs> my overnight charge gets me to 38. Wow. What are you going to do? Well, well, well. At first, I, I was do... like, oh, it, has, it you know, needs a week or so to adjust to, to you know, being used, that kind of stuff. <laughs> I, I I can't even defend it anymore. I'm just I'm just done with it. You're gonna get a new uh, phone when the new one comes out. You better believe I'm gonna use my next 24, or gonna, next 16, or whatever the hell it is, and I'm gonna use it like that. Usually I'm all about using phones for three years or until it's dead, but I am gonna upgrade instantly. It's already dead. So it's already dead go. to me. I'm surprised. Don't be surprised that you're gonna stick with it. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't want to pay for it. Because the fundamentals, I feel like, the fundamentals of Android that you think are causing the problem would still be there on a new phone. Huh. They just have a better way of optimizing it. Like my Moto X, I was able to get a day and a half out of it. What was your same Moto X OS. running? Oh, same OS. Yeah, oh. day and a half. So why didn't you buy another Moto X? I wanted to try something else. Nice. The, the uh, Samsung is a better screen, faster processor, that kind of stuff. I wanted to try a, a flagship phone. In the in Fair the enough. Android platform, so. Greg, we have flagship phones. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we all pay the same price. Flagship. Flagship. What was I going to say? You ranting or raving or neither? <laughs> all right, and all that's right. a wrap on this week's. I think it was a rant. I think all it was right. on products, product releases, and product announcements. I think it was oh, tied mostly. Oh, geez. I think it was tied mostly to the Xbox, and that I really, I think I'm impatient. Which is what causes that is all of shocking. This. I, 
I know you're impatient. <laughs> I am shocked. But if I see a product announced, I want to be able to buy it by the time that keynote ends. And then, <laughs> well, why don't you have a problem with Apple? Because Apple I'm, does the same thing. But not really. Yes, really. No. iOS can't get it to fall. But that's not a... I, I'm just saying, you have to be equal across platforms. No, if I you're going to be pissed at no. Microsoft for not allowing you to buy an Xbox as soon as the keynote is done, you have to be pissed with Apple when you can't buy a MacBook once it's said. You look at this cool MacBook. I'm just saying. Okay. Well, but go ahead. Right. Go off on Microsoft. Well, here's, here's the second that's what part. You're doing. This is mostly why I'm pissed off. The new Xbox, they're releasing the first one in August. First one. That's the most expensive model. That's the 399 model. Because they want you to buy it. The 299 model doesn't come out till December. Christmas. I am all for making holiday season. different tiers of product, mm-hmm. but release them all at the same time. This whole trying to drive the most expensive product crap is just annoying. Crap. Because if they all would have been released next month, I would have bought a new one next month. But I'm not going to. I'm going to buy the old one because I don't want to wait until December for the one I want. But then when the the newer one comes out next year, what are you going to do? Then we'll see. You're going to buy a new one. That's a whole, so that's they a, got you to buy an old one, and they got you to buy a new one. That's a, so in the end, they still have your money. Well, you know. <laughs> but good job. Thanks. Good friends. <laughs> that was well, pretty let's, empty. Let's put a bow on the show, Greg. <laughs> let's uh, hang on i haven't uh, i haven't managed to uh, move my way up there yet okay i know you struggle with show closes <laughs> with that, it's okay we're closing the book <laughs> on another episode of the bandwidth boys podcast thanks for joining us uh if you missed us live you can download or listen to our podcast by using itunes stitcher or your favorite podcast app bandwidth boys podcast Facebook, Bandwidth Boys Podcast. Twitter, at GMK Podcast. Web, BandwidthBoys.com. Bandwidth Boys Podcast. All right, with that, I'm Greg. I'm Matt. I'm Connolly. <laughs> His delivery is spot on. I <laughs> Every love it. time. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Same place, same time. Same old shenanigans. It's right here on the Bandwidth Boys Podcast. Keep on teching on. Let's go!